Hello and welcome. You listen to African State. This is the program that brings you the knowledge about African content. My name is Kindama and I'm a host of today's program. On today's edition, we are going to talk about uh, fashion design. Uh, we have got a beautiful woman uh, who is been doing a um, um, collection of uh, clothes, uh, mainly, I think, African clothes. She will be able to explain. Uh, she's right now on the line. Um, are you in Sweden or are you in I'm uh, sorry are you in Stockholm or are you in Malmo where are you I'm in Stockholm Okay yes. so I am talking to IJ uh I would love herself to explain she've got a beautiful name uh, even though she want me to call her IJ <laughs> I just want you tell me your your name what you, how do you pronounce your yeah, name uh, it's pronounced Ijoma Okay. Yes. Yes. It's well. all right. So we've got a we've got this beautiful woman, uh, Ijoma, as uh, you can hear. Um, she's the CEO of the company called uh, Afro Colors, um, and she will be able to explain it, uh, very well what is um, this company. So good afternoon, IJ. Can you tell me exactly? Um, and first of all, thank you very much to accepting the, the, this invitation for you to be part of uh, this this program here. Now, start telling us what is Afro Colors. Yes, thank you very much for having me. I'm really happy to be on this platform, and uh, thank you for what you do for projecting Africans. Thank you so much. Well, Afro Colors no collection is about um, African-inspired fashion. It's uh, African, um, you, it's mostly my kind of uh, work is you, African craft, African uh, fabric craft. And uh, it's uh, then, it then turns into African fashion as well. So the idea is for it to promote African inspired fashion globally by using African textiles like what we call in my country Ankara, which is the African fabric in making a particular cloth in a modern way and um, mm. having it easily for anybody that, that wants it ready-made. So you don't just like, oh, I'm look, kind of looking for an African cloth. I want to make one myself, you know, but it's already mm. ready-made. So that's, that's it. That's all about Afri Africolos collection. And, uh, all right, Jessica. Yeah. Yeah, just a curiosity. I would like to know. You said about your country. Where you originally came from? I come from Nigeria, and I was okay. I was born in Lagos, Nigeria. All right, yes. we're going we're going to talk about fashion in Nigeria because I know it's big in Africa. Yes, I think right now is the leading um, fashion country where people trying to inspire but we're coming back to nigeria after <laughs> i would like to know uh, when did you come to um how do you call it uh, to the fashion when did you start doing um yeah uh, fashion yes yes um i have always uh loved fashion like when i was young and uh when um I fully came into the fashion industry was uh, 2020 and uh, I remembered when I was young I was I always loved working or trying to cut off so 
cut out some fabric and do something. And my mom have always said to me, oh, young lady, you need to be a lawyer or you need to be a doctor or you need to be, you know, something away from craft work, mm. you know. So, right, right, right. so that mm. was it. And I eventually went to the university and I studied English, arts and literature and after that, when I graduated in 2000 and, um, 2008, it was uh, difficult for me to get a job. And uh, while looking for a job, I decided to start, you know, coaching myself on what I like doing most, which is uh, the f uh, making craft work with fabric, African necklaces, earrings, and all those things. I started that way. And I went for other things like uh, pillow covers with African prints. And that was what I was doing. Bags, that was what I was doing at that moment. Eventually, mm. I got a job and I was just doing it for fun. And uh, then when I got the job, the people I worked with, uh, they uh it was I worked at the airport, international airport in Nigeria then, and they were, saw what I did, and they were like, "Oh, uh, can, can I have this? Is beautiful? Can I have it?" And before you know it, everybody was like, "Oh, you know, you need to make one for me," and that is how I started. It just turned out that way that people started, you know, ordering without me noticing that I already have a business. <laughs> and <laughs> that's, that's very, that's, that's very interesting. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. But uh, you said you, uh, at university, you start, you start uh, designing or you started designing. No, at, at, uh, you know, in Africa, the, your parents mm. uh, will tell you, oh, you need to be a lawyer or a doctor or something else, you know? Yeah, that's... You know, mm -hmm. so they, they dream... That, that is exactly... Was, that was exactly my question because I say that if uh, the, your parents allow you to do uh, designing and then the, the idea is more uh, to start as a lawyer or, you know, pilot on this, this kind of profession, how was to incorporate designing into your studies if it was that the case? In your case, how it was... Do they accept that you could be able to go through fashion or they want just to push you to uh, being a lawyer because I, I, or doctor? Because I know the Nigerian parents, yeah. or, I mean, African in general, they want this kind of profession as a lawyer, as a doctor and so on and so forth. In your case, how it was? Yeah. In, in my case, my, my dad, well, he always wanted us to be successful, to do whatever we wanted. And um, they they always encourage us to do uh, um, whatever we have talent of. But at that period in time, they thought it was nice for me to, you know, to follow, to go to university to read, uh, um, maybe being a lawyer because they thought I might be good in being a lawyer. And at that period in time, I was I was uh, also looking at it that okay, maybe maybe their idea was the best, you know, and so I went to school. I, I, I really tried to be, to, to, to get admission into the university as a lawyer, but no, I did not get the admission as a lawyer, but instead I found it difficult to study as a lawyer. Then I then decided that, okay, maybe I could study English arts and literature. And I then studied English arts 
And after I finished my studies, I found out that that wasn't the really, that wasn't what I really, really wanted, you know. And I still have passion for my craft work. I still have, because at that period mm. in time in school, I have some scrap fabric that I can use to make anything I like to make at that period, and it turned out well. But I wasn't really looking at it as as something I could you know, achieve or to uh, work on because at that period in time, I was like, okay, let me just finish the university, get a job and start working with my profession. But when I finished the university, uh, I, I, I didn't really work with my profession and uh, I didn't get that job for my profession. I was just like uh, without job for some time. And I found out that, okay, maybe I could just do my craft work gradually and just play around with it. And that was what I did. I, I played around with it. And eventually when I got a job and I was still playing around with my craft work, people saw it. And it was these people that encouraged me as well. They were like, oh, wow, this is so nice. You can do this and make a living for it from it. And I was like, oh, seriously, you know, and that was how it started. That was how it started. Oh, yeah. that is that is that is brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and 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 why why Sweden not uh, anywhere anywhere else in the world? Oh, why Sweden was because I I was uh, fortunate enough to get married to a wonderful man who was the who uh, um, you know is based in Sweden and he's a Swedish and we got married and eventually I came to Sweden. And when I came to Sweden, uh, I was, um, uh, he got me a sewing machine at home and I was just, you know, doing my normal fashion. I made some stuff and some bags for my sister-in-law. I made some things for some friends. Mm. And then it, uh, I have some wonderful um friends in stockholm here who also motivated me you know and it's that that is eventually how it started in sweden and and then i just wanted to be by the book and i was like okay that since i have already people like what i do then why not me register so that then eventually I register my business, then eventually people can know me fully and then I can expand that way. And so then I decided to expand gradually by registering my company mm. and that was it. Okay. And then how is the process of business in, in Scandinavian? Yeah, at first, you know, uh, all businesses has have challenges this uh, um you if you are uh, someone that uh, that is into crafts especially someone that is into the fashion industry you won't find it easy but because of you have passion in it for it then it could be you know you could just you won't really feel much of the 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 heat you know we have companies around that make clothes in affordable price and in large quantity and um, sometimes people come to you and say oh uh, 
I I like this piece of uh, um, uh, dress you made. How much is it? And you give them the price and they use it to compare what they get in the shop where they have the high fast fashion, you know? Mm. And so it was, it came, uh, it was challenging. It is still challenging, but because it's what I like doing and it's part of my dreams, I still am here to continue with it. And so that's just it. Okay. Okay. Um, you listen to the African state. This is the program that brings you the knowledge about African continent. Uh, we are talking with the CEO of a company called Afro Colors Collection. Uh, and the love laid online is a uh, IJ. Um, as uh, we are talking about uh, fashion today, um, you said that you want to build an empire, or want I mean, uh, I would say empire because you want to go globally. Um, how it is when it comes to uh, customers or your clients are only uh, Africans or you looking every kind of um, uh, people or clients? Well, or who are your clients? If all I say? my clients, my clients are both the old and the young, <laughs> the old and the young, and all races are my clients. I have clients from Sweden and I have clients from uh, Atlanta, Houston. I have clients from London. I have clients from Russia, Belgium. I have a lot of clients. I can name all of them. They are, mm -hmm. they are a lot of clients. They are people that like the African prints and they are people that likes, uh, they are people that likes uh, a very nice and comfortable, fun to wear, inspiring kind of uh, fashion. They they've always uh, always uh, love uh, the handcraft. They, they always admire the work done with the hand. Uh, not like uh, uh, although this fast growing fashion, the fast one where we have big shops. They are lovely as well, but these people encourage people that have handcraft business. They have always uh, uh, loved to buy something that is made by someone that they can identify. So those mm. people are my my customers. They are people I make clothes for. They are people that really wants to, you know, promote the African culture by fashion. Mm. There are people that want to also support the African textile industry because right now, you know, a lot of African textile industry have been, you know, going down based on some mm. one or two things. We have a high uh, place where uh, some uh, of uh, the textile industries like the ones we have in Nigeria, the ones we have in South mm. Africa, those textile businesses are going going a little bit down. But now we buy this um, look around, you look at the internet, you find a piece of jacket made with African fabric, it's so colorful and nice. You can blend it with anything you want. You know, the colors can it's it gives you this particular um freshness you know mm. so, so mm. this p 
people that wants to have this special, unique freshness and unique look are the people I make clothes for, are the people Afro Colors uh, is here to serve, you know. So mm. that's uh, it about uh, who uh, we, um, who are my customers, exactly. Mm. Okay, you you said a few seconds ago that uh, the test companies are going down, the ones in Nigeria and um, in South Africa, also in other part of Africa. You know, also they've got a problem. Do you know why these uh, these companies are going down, the textile companies? Yes, uh, the reason why most of these textile companies are going down is because there are high um, rates of. Uh, uh, people um uh, uh prints uh let's say for instance we have some prints made in africa that are lovely cotton prints and um some people take the uh, fabrics the design of the fabrics to china to produce at a very cheaper rate and mm. it is that uh, cheap product that they actually uh uh, bring back to Africa and we find a lot of African people decide to buy some of them as well because it's it's uh, affordable to them but with a low quality so I am actually here standing for a higher quality which is the ones that uh, is made in Africa and with a wonderful with a good quality and also to promote it and to encourage uh, people to also go back and patronize home, you know, and project mm -hmm. it and, uh, you know, to celebrate it as well. You know, so that is uh, exactly what I am looking at at the industry. So that is why I'm always focused on the African textile industry. Okay. Yes. Okay, uh, I would like to know exactly. Um, that's the question to know because you said that you are uh, concentrating more on African uh, textile. Where are you getting your material? Which part of the upper part of Africa are you getting the material? Oh, I get my material from Ghana. Oh, I love Ghana so much. <laughs> <laughs> the Ghanaian is listening. I believe he'll be very happy to so, hear that. <laughs> uh, how will I say? Let us say all Ghanaians. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I have customers in Mokola market and I, I get my fabrics uh, from the in textile companies in Ghana. You know, have some a lot of specific textile companies, but, and also I must praise the women in, uh, in, in Mokola markets as well. So I, I must praise them. They are wonderful. I also get my materials from Nigeria as well. Uh, we have some textile companies. I, I get my fabrics from, and the Nigerian women are also hardworking women. You should see them when they are, you know, you should see them when they are really making sure that this fabric is properly, you know, handed over mm. to the main customers. It's always a lot of work. It's always a lot of work. So I, I, I get, I get my fabrics from, from, uh, uh Ghana, Nigeria, Togo. So those, part of west africa yes uh, mm. that's where i get my fabrics from 
Okay, we come back to the, to to Scandinavia soon, but I just want to go as we are talking about uh, uh, where you get your material in a, a West African country. Uh, Nigeria is in Africa is leading, if I know it, mistaken uh, on a fashion. Why and what is the secret? Because we Africans, I must say, yes, of course, Nigerians, we we have different ethnic groups in Nigeria. So you should know we are so much in Nigeria with different tastes. And you know yeah. what they say, varieties is a spice yeah. of yes. life. And so because of we have a lot of people with different unique tastes, you know, things start coming in mm. fashion. The fashion taste is different. You blend this with a Yoruba man's culture. You should see the gele, the the uh the Irua Buba converted into another modern kind of Irua Buba. Yes, it's because of we are so much with uh, uh, from different ethnic groups, different lifestyles, but still yet our fashion speaks. You find a Yoruba man putting Igbo uh, man's uh, uh, clothes. Uh, Igbo uh, person putting your Yoruba man's clothes so it comes to mm. that then not only that even in Ghana you find out the fashion is growing so fast you find out a lot of women growing to be a huge in fashion industry uh, with the blend of the uh, design the clothes uh, the way they make it, they try to make it globally inviting. So that's the that's the idea, just to make it globally inviting. Something you can wear, something you can wear for a party and it stands out. Something you can wear to work and it still stands out. And something you can wear for casual act, uh, um, events and it still stands out. So that's that's mm -hmm. just it. We we just people with different unique. Uh, taste and is that unique mm. that it brings to the table and that is why we have a lot of growing in our fashion industry in nigeria that's it mm, well that is i mean that's impressive because uh i've got a couple of people always talk about nigeria nigeria i've got a fashion design is growing the music afrobeat oh is yeah growing, you know? So where <laughs> maybe you've got a very much so much experience about this the music, uh, the fashion, the the movies that Nigeria is producing. Oh, I yes. mean, Nigeria is kind of kind getting all the continent. Yes, yes, yes. We 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 we, uh, we you should uh, Nigerian of uh, Nigerian people are very 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 talented people, and. Um, despite the fact that we have a lot of stories told about nigerians uh that um, some of them are, are not good or something but we have we have more a lot of huge stories about nigerian people that are hard working that are successful mm -hmm. hello uh, yes uh hello? someone broke me here but anyway continue can can, can just continue Okay, so like I said, Nigerian people are well-talented people. We have a lot of uh, celebrities in Nigeria. We have a lot of entrepreneurs in Nigeria. And we have uh, these people are promoting uh, Nigerian, uh, Nigerian uh, 
brands mm -hmm. and uh, and we can see nigerian is known worldwide already with the brand not only by football but with with uh, the fashion industry as well as growing the musical industry entertainment industry is growing we are people that even though we don't have a good government we use uh our experience to build ourselves that is one thing mm. about nigeria we use ourselves our experience to build ourselves we have environments we have uh, um, a lot of um uh, challenges even in our country we have people working hard to to grow and to be successful and these genuine people you can see it through the music they play you can see it through the entertainment the stories they say they, they, they tell in uh the uh africa the nigerian movie industry in nollywood so you see it everywhere you know you see it everywhere so we are hard-working people that's uh it about us <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, but anyway, Nigeria is really good. Uh, beside uh, football, uh, music, uh, you know, the, the the movie industry or the film industry is mm -hmm. growing. I mean, really rapidly. I think it's the country produce more movies than anywhere. Even Hollywood doesn't produce than what Nollywood is producing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we try. <laughs> Which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's fantastic. Thank you. Okay, now let's go back. Uh, let's let's come back to um to the Nordic or the Scandinavia. Uh, we know this is a, a very, very uh, cold uh, countries, you know. Mm. Um, when you produce a clothes directly into uh, uh, Scandinavians, um, we are talking as well for even the, the blacks are living in Scandinavia, mm. do you do a specific uh, clothes with a kind of thick to be for the environment where people are living in Scandinavia, like in a cold country? Uh, or you just do like a summer clothes in, in Africa that like somebody can just do it? Yes, thank you for that question. I remember when I came to Sweden the first time, you know, yes. we have only one weather in Africa. <laughs> and right, right. I was not used to the weather. I, I was like, uh-uh, how I will take manage? You know, like, how will I manage? <laughs> like... Uh, I, I, when I made when I made clothes, I, I was not really thinking about the season. <laughs> I was not thinking about the season. Eventually, I then realized that oh, this is a country of different seasons. So now I make clothes for different seasons. <laughs> I, we although just to for you to know that we have mostly customers for the summer seasons this is uh, uh this uh, during the summer is when we have high customers high rate of customers when it comes to african textile design but it's mm. it's now changing because you can see most of the designs that we actually make uh, even in uh we have designs for um uh, the the sweater t-shirts and uh, the 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 cardigans and all those things we have some designs for it and i also have designs for uh the scarf uh the uh, in, in 
infinity scarves for uh, the uh, neck warmer scarf you know where mm -hmm. we blend it's an effusion of both african uh, african fabric with uh, the wool fabric just to make you feel warm uh, yeah. the 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 uh, design is also made very easy for you to put in your handbag so there's no need for you to like have a bulky clothes and all those things to <laughs> like try to squeeze it into your handbag or your wallet so it's just very very simple put on your neck and just pin it and that's all you're all you're good to go and it still keeps you warm so the, the, the we are trying i i am trying uh to to uh keep studying the market and i have as well and the next period coming you know so i'm working towards that as well so we already i already have some uh, uh things for the uh the winter period which is uh the neck warmer the the cardigan and the uh, sweater uh, shirts with uh, some african prints on it and some trousers uh, pullover trousers and all those things for it yes so that's it you listen to the african state this is the program that brings you the knowledge about african continent I have got in line um, IJ, uh, the CEO of African Colors uh, Collection. Uh, she's a woman, uh, hardworking woman, been making beautiful clothes or, uh, for, for people who are interested. Um, uh, she's more in touch of uh, or African touch. That is what uh, she does. Uh, I had a chance to meet you uh, when it was, I think, last Saturday or so. If not yes, mistaken, last Saturday. And then you were participating on this, uh, uh, the first African uh, black business. I think that is really what it was called. Scandinavia, yeah. <laughs> yes. How was your participation? How, uh, how, how, I mean, yeah, how was it, your participation that, on, on that, uh, on that event? Oh, my God, it's nice. And I think all Africans who kindly support um, the African brands in Scandinavia because uh, the, 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 it's, you know, because I stay in Stockholm and once I had a black business in, uh, own business in Scandinavia, uh is uh, going to have an event I, I was like okay i don't mind going to copenhagen for it and um because it has to do with all africans and africans with business as well so it was a, a wonderful event and we find people coming and supporting which is wonderful and we have already people that already have a brand in 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 scandinavia already and it was nice to network with a lot of them and see how people manage with their businesses in scandinavia is an eye-opening it was an eye-opening event for for me and I'm sure it's also for other Africans that went for, for the, uh, the other blacks now, and uh, that also owns their business in Scandinavia as well. So it was a wonderful event and it was, uh, 
a way of for me to promote my business as well and my brand as well and i was happy enough that i had some customers who already told me what they feel about my brand by you know mm. seeing it because i already have customers that are, were already buying from me online and i mm -hmm. also saw them coming they came for the event and they saw me and they were like yeah i was the one that bought this from you the other time i was like <laughs> oh yeah and it was so nice to see everyone and i was having yeah. if you look at me there was a lot of hugs and there were a lot, a lot of greetings it was a yes. lot of talking and uh, it was I saw it, yes. it was so much of fun to see people who support you you know come to see you live and you just i feel so 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 happy you know it's a nice event and i, I encourage everyone especially our brothers and sisters please you need you need to you need to support you need to support us we need that we need your support mm. we can't do it without your support you know so that's it that yeah. is correct yeah. that's why also you need you need your visibility to know exactly where uh, you are because i personally i didn't knew about your existence oh, I, uh, I had a chance to know you through this uh, activity yes. that, uh, or this seminar that was that happened here yes. and then that's how i went up to know you and then from now on of course i'll be able to order some shit thank and you so on thank from you. you and talk to you in the future many more times and know exactly how is the business yes, right thank you so much yes mm -hmm. yes yeah <laughs> yeah um so uh, you said that you had a real good networking when you were here in uh, in um in this uh, event here i didn't get a chance to finish the uh the activity until the end because i had to go to another function okay but it was the outcome what uh, the, the outcome you guys uh had i know i have to ask uh, uh, jason that he's the right person to tell yeah. me but uh, you are there till the end what the outcome what will be the future from that event to the next now? yes i think uh, jason himself is doing a wonderful work and i never knew him from anywhere i only met him on i only knew him through his platform on uh, the africa uh, the the face his facebook page and i was opportune to talk to him um the very first time when i said i was interested in the in his event and it's really wonderful to have somebody like him who knows what it was to be a, an african or a black in uh in, in in scandinavian country and his work is wonderful he's really doing well the event was wonderful you would not even feel that it's a first time event when you went there. So I hopefully I'm keeping my fingers crossed to hope that we'll have this same event next next year and which I'll also be delighted to attend. The event uh, ended uh, and uh, when it ended, uh, they had a, a dinner where they have uh, some interview with some uh, um, people that already have built their business in, in Scandinavia. But I wasn't opportune to go for the uh, uh, the last event, which was uh, okay. the dinner, because I and my family was uh, getting ready to travel back to stockholm because we we have uh. we drive we drove from stockholm to to um copenhagen and we just uh wanted to go back to the hotel and have a sleep to wake up very early in the morning to travel back and so i i was not uh, at the last moment uh for the dinner 
Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I, 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 I've got here a website, your website, and I can see here a uh, beautiful uh, clothes that you, you, you produce, you know. And then the, the 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 price is affordable as well, so it's not that it's not it's not so much expensive. No. So uh, it's really really good material that you're doing, and, yes. and everybody can be able to buy it. Yes, it's a good material. Uh, you know, oh, my daughter is at the background. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So you the the fabrics are hundred percent cotton fabrics, and uh, I have uh, I have my um. Because the, the the my fashion is growing already, and so I already have my uh, workers, in, uh, my colleagues who we work together from in uh, Nigeria that makes um, some of the items as well. Uh, for instance, mm. we have the meal sheds. Uh, it was launched uh, this this month, and. Uh, the, the 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 idea was that uh, a lot of male were like asking me to make some shirts for them and uh, I only have like opportunity to make a shirt for a male who you know order a customized but I wasn't opportunity to make for the others that would just come and say you don't have a ready-made shirt you know so I would just keep telling <laughs> stories right. upon stories and I was like no this story had to end today and so we decided to make a lot of shirts so we have a lot of shirts affordable and like you know any person doing a business in Scandinavia knows that the shipping costs and the tax cost is high in scandinavia so uh and despite the fact that the shipping cost and uh, the the shipping cost is high and the tax cost is also inclusive included in the in the payment we we want you to also know that the clothes were hand stitched properly hand stitched and it's you you the fabric is a hundred percent cotton fabric and it's made by an indigenous person uh, a, a nigerian uh who is a very very good in 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 making uh, african men's shirts you know so so i would like uh my uh, my friends my my call my friends and other people uh other africans and other blacks in scandinavia and all the people from other race in scandinavia to support and uh, mm. it will be it will go a long way it will really go a long way because we go we go directly back home to to make the shirts and we bring it to scandinavia to to the Scandinavia for everybody to enjoy the the carefully that's, stitched that's uh, really um, shirts. Uh, so you talk about it. people should support. Where can they find you? Yeah. Where they can buy the, the 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 your material or your 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 product? Yes, uh, they can buy from Etsy, and uh, I I have I have no. Uh, um, my my i don't have my personal website but i i sell through etsy for now because this is a new growing business and we're trying to do it so that we won't push the costs mm. on all our clients that is why most of the clothes are seen to be affordable mm. despite the fact that it's handmade you know so we sell on 
uh, Etsy. So when you go to Etsy, you see uh, uh, you most of my my um, my right. designs there affordable for you okay so for those uh, to be somehow easier as well is if you google that afro colors collection afro color collection if you google you will be yes. able to easily color find it uh, collection it will directly to the page so it's the afro collection afro colors collection yes afro color collection then you will find it yes it's uh, the collection yeah the collection it's spelled in an abbreviated way. It's uh, C O L L E. That's correct. C N. That's correct. The collection. Yeah. People, yes. the listener goes uh, through yes. there, they'll be able to so, find it. So then they can be able to to, to purchase any um, uh, goods. Yes. Or people like because I can see here that's beautiful shirts. You've got a nice t-shirts. You've got yeah. nice bags here. Uh, I mean, there's some. Mm, yeah. You've got also telephone. Uh, I, I can. See, yeah, I have. I got telephone covers as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have T-shirts. I have telephone covers, covers as well. And also, if you go to Afro yeah. Colors collection on my Facebook, you will see the 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 oh. my Etsy address on on oh. on my page. You see my Etsy address on my page. So you can click on it. It will take you directly to my Etsy address. So you just go to at Afro Colors uh, collection on Facebook and you will just see my my uh, page, my Facebook page. Then that way you will get the connection for my Etsy shop where you can see all that the prizes as well. Beautiful. Uh, we are talking with uh, IJ, uh, the CEO of Afro Colors. Uh, beautiful uh, lady been producing um, African textile uh, product to sell into Scandinavia. She has uh, this company here that we want to uh, uh, make it globally and that we need to support African uh, products. So I would like to know uh, from you. I know this morning you just, you just gave me this story that uh, you have been working very hard to produce a product uh, for your wedding. Just give me a little bit of the story that you gave me this morning so our listeners yeah. know exactly what we were talking about. Okay, so today there was a, there's going to be an event here today and I uh, had some customers um, uh, because everybody has, uh, you know, how African events are, you have to wear in a uniform kind of. And so I had some customers that all who came late and say, oh, I want to make this and I want to make that. I don't want to miss the event. And I was all all up night, uh, all uh, up late night and making the dresses and doing some things. And this morning and they came, they picked up. And I was looking at the time. I was like, "Oh, it's already twelve. Oh, never mind. That is, it's like one hour to to one, which we have an appointment with you to talk to you already." And before you know it, I just went kaboom on the bed and slept. And I was like, "Oh my god, what just happened?" When I woke up, the time was gone. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this. This is this is not professional. But it's just it's just a proof that you know when the body says something." 
something. You cannot exactly. cheat it. But you know, you can't cheat nature. Doing, you know? <laughs> doing well because when you're working, so that means you're really good. Yeah. Yes, it is doing well. And I want to add to it that despite the fact I have Afro colors and uh, I, 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 Afro colors, at Afro colors, we also support mm. charity. We also support charity. And since I have had Afro colors, I've uh, been, uh, you know, teach, I teach students how to make some African crafts, African crafts like earrings and other things. And also I teach uh, in back in Nigeria, I teach uh, women who wants to be empowered uh, into this uh, West African Women Association in Africa. Uh, it's uh, under ECOWAS, uh, and I'm one of the members. I go around to teach women who want to get empowered free without charge to on how to do the African craft and African fabric craft and African designs and all those things. And apart from that, also, I have some other um, uh, NGO organization. It's a non-profitable organization, not go uh, 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 um, yes. governmental organization. Yes, here. And I have been able to support some of them back home and also the ones we have in Sweden. And this is an idea for uh, a lot of people that are doing uh, the same thing I do. And I need to encourage them that, yes, uh, we we have these people that uh, assist uh, um, people in need, you know, and it's very, very difficult for them to get support. And we also need to support some of them that are genuine. And uh, what I do is I make earrings. I make uh, children's clothes. Last year, I make over like how many children's clothes and I shipped it back to Africa for the people that were faced with this uh, Boko Haram insurgents and all those things. And that was on the Afro colors. And also here in Sweden, uh, the Peggy Wobe Foundation as well. She is really helping a lot of sisters in, in Syria alone. And I, I, I just, whatever I make with, um, when I make earrings, when I make clothes, I, I try to support with my craft work. It's called, uh, uh, cha um, it's called, uh, uh, no uh I'm sorry. I have to, <laughs> I'm just a little bit uh, carried <laughs> away with my daughter trying to be acting strange. So we're trying to get something that I don't right, want. Right. I don't want her to touch. <laughs> so, so this, um, this support, you know, you, I, I, I contribute some of my, um, craft work, my charitable crafts. I contribute them to the, uh, uh, to the organization and they make a, uh, if they raise funds through it to support children that are in need, girls that are in need and uh, women that are in need. And this is what I want to contribute. Uh, I want to tell my fellow brothers and sisters that are also doing the same business as I am, that we need to also concentrate on the quality of our earth as well. We, our, 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 uh, um, 
um, scrap fabrics can be used to make something. You know, we don't need to throw it out in a dustbin and all those things. So, you know, it takes time, you know, just to make a t-shirt, just to make a clothes, just to make a fabric. It takes tons of water, tons of all those things to make that, to make that possible. We need to save our earth. We need to think about our earth. Our, most of our uh, scrap fabric can be used to make something wonderful and it can also be used to contribute to the uh, uh, um, non-governmental organizations that are taking care of people in need. So that's okay, all I have to say. Thank you very, very much. That was wonderful talking to you. Do you have got anything else to say before I let you go? Oh well, I uh, what I have to say is that I need to encourage uh, uh, our younger ones and to tell them that whatever they dream, they can achieve, and uh, we, we just have to work hard. I never went to fashion school, but I I, I work hard. I train myself hard on achieving my aim. And you can do that as well. You can be productive and we can make, uh, um, especially blacks here in Scandinavia, uh, uh, proud, uh, well-known, successful people if you put your if you put your mind to it and i just encourage also my fellow brothers and sisters that makes clothes and makes fashion i want to say i see what you do and i also en encourage you to keep on doing it and the sky is you know the rest <laughs> thank you, thank <laughs> thank you, you so much, much. <laughs> uh, that was ij uh, ceo of african colors as a woman that i've been doing quite a lot uh, regarding um fashion uh she's based in uh, sweden stockholm uh anyone who's interested to buy clothes please uh, go to afro colors um collect and and from there you'll find the uh, beautiful clothes uh that display and you can just support the sister support the company this is what we want uh, to have a, a brand that is big or a global as uh this one you're like other company that we we know so uh, thank you very much. And then uh, we see you again uh, next.